The best player I ever saw with my, my own two eyes, man, I was a freshman and he was a senior, was Dion Rubottom. Like, I seen how this dude prepared, and he'll go out Friday night, catch four passes, right, for 140. And then he'll go lock down the opposing receivers, the, the, the opposing team's best receiver. And, um, and still, man, he was not heavily recruited. I never seen like the big time college coaches come through Bayside. And so that kind of discouraged me, man, as being a freshman and seeing one of the best players that you ever saw with your own two eyes not get heavily recruited. I was like, man, so what's, what's it gonna be like when, when I become a senior? And so I think it changed, right, when, um, when E.J. Manuel came, recruited by every single college in the nation. And, and so for you guys, man, what, what was it? Was it seeing EJ or what was it that, that told you that, all right, from Bayside, I can make it and play big time college football? I think uh, I'll start off, you know, um, cause I was a freshman and Coop a year younger than me. Mm -hmm. So I was a freshman when EJ was actually signing that summer. Yeah. So I was in here a hundred and probably 40 pounds soaking wet, you know, and EJ was in here about to sign with uh, Florida State right over there behind the, behind the Marlin sign. Um, but that opened my eyes up to a lot. But growing up, you know, you always heard Bayside. You know, I always came to Bayside games right. um, after our rec games. You know, we, we leave rec practice, we come to Bayside game. Um, you always hear that we always have the best athletes. So mm -hmm. I don't think it was ever a doubt that, you know, players can come out of here. But right. I think EJ, seeing him sign to a big school like mm -hmm. that, really opened up a lot of doors and opened up our eyes a lot. Yeah, was well, the same, same for you, Coop? Yeah, mo for the most part. And then I think, once I, my freshman year, once I got here, I ain't, I wasn't really, I ain't even play that much my mm. freshman year, but I, I was just like, dang, everybody balling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seeing Henry, Buff, uh, Jaquan, uh, we had what, Corey, Corey, yeah. them boys always here. So I'm like, everybody ball, they going to school. It's like, yeah. well, see, we, we can go to school too, you right. know what I'm saying? My freshman year, we had Marquel, Thomas, yeah. like, so we had, we seen a lot of athletes here too. So it was a lot of like big time college coaches walking through the halls, or did y'all did y'all notice that or? Uh, not not my, really. Yeah. I really didn't. I really. I mean, not to my memory. I don't remember seeing a lot of college coaches gotcha. come in here. Um, I think the first time I seen anything college related was when EJ was signing. Gotcha. And then when you know Quells, Mark was going to ODU, and you know, um, it, you know, just I think that opened up a lot. And then seeing him score the first touchdown in college at right. ODU, okay. I'm like. Like, dang, I went to school with him. Right. That's, that's Marquell. So it's, you know, a lot of excitement there. And they, you know, kind of paved the way, yeah. you know, along, along our path before we got here. So take me back, man, to um, the 2010 season. Like, you guys did something that, man, I, I didn't even think was possible since um, 1992, won the first regional championship since then. Um, and I, I believe you guys did it with a, with a freshman quarterback, man. What was that whole season like? And when did you guys realize, all right, man, we can, we can actually compete for a state championship? Summertime, I think. I would agree. Yeah. When we first started doing passing league, because we at one point we weren't we weren't even doing passing mm -hmm. league, and then once we started doing that, started playing versus other teams and stuff, started seeing what they got, and we was explosive. So it's yeah. like, oh, we, yeah, we we already had that swag, you know. But it was like, man, we it's versus us though. Like mm -hmm. we always, you know, you going versus your teammates is like, well, I know I can beat you in practice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you play versus other competition, y'all doing the same things like. Oh, we got a good chance, and I think that whole summer, the preparation, like everybody was like focused, mm. and that started from the year before when Henry, Henry last year, mm -hmm. when we lost the Woodside, but it was already installed from there. Like the team we had was already built like that, so it was like everybody know they roll, they know what they do. 
mm-hmm. and we lost. So it's like it put a feel like, man, we need to get there, right? Because we had the talent to get there. Right. Yeah, I would say, you know, piggybacking off what, uh, what Coop said, that year before that 2010 season, that 09 season, that summer, we didn't. You can look at us in the gym like we was doing summer conditioning, and mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't see nothing flashy about us. Right. But I think one thing that is overlooked that people didn't see is we we worked hard. Yeah. Like we really did. And you know, Henry, um, I, I give a lot of props to him because yeah. he was like our leader, mm-hmm. and he kind of instilled that, like Coop said. And then it really did carry over into the next year. Yeah. And we we legit worked hard. We pushed right. each other at practice every day. <laughs> like people, you know, they they say Bayside got the talent, but Behind that, we really worked at practice. Coach Moore pushed us. You right. know, Coach Jay pushed us. Coach White pushed us. We pushed each other one on ones. You know, me, just <laughs> me and Coop going at each other. Darion and Gene, mm. Smoke, Quinn, Dion. Everybody wanted to. That team was stacked. Everybody man. wanted yeah. to. You know, everybody wanted to, and everybody did their part. I think that was another thing. Um, we all played together, and I think we had a sense of pride. You know, playing. And we knew. I think we knew we were. We were good. good. Yeah. yeah, I think we knew it. That, <laughs> that, that whole. That whole. That that um that whole year, like everything was football. Mm-hmm. Like the year before, with the Henry team, his senior year, we was close, but we wasn't close yeah. like we was the year the next year. Because mm-hmm. the next year, all every weekend, every day is you hanging with football players, you learning. So yeah. that's like we gelled so quick, and Talk. everybody wanted to compete. Everybody yeah. wanted to get better. It won't know, man. You playing so much, or you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like be focused. Like yeah. that's I think that was the first time we ever hit the weight room. Hard, mm. you know what I'm saying? Cause we ain't really used to going there all day, lift weights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like going there do a little something. We trying to go 707. <laughs> right. Yeah. That Oscar Smith game, though, man. Like I was about to mention them. Too. That Oscar Smith game <laughs> was was the eye opener for me. But they they won the regional championship like three times in a row. Yes. And then Bayside going there. And this the thing though, we want to. I swear, for the longest, once we started getting good mm. and we started going to passing league, we were on like a collision course with them because yeah. we, we used yeah. to see them at passing league, mm. and it used to be like a little game out there. Like they fans would come, our fans would come, oh, okay. everybody come yeah. watch it. So we yeah. knew for a while it was a little trash talk there. Like who who really is the best team in right. Division Six in in our area? And we wanted to be and we bad. wanted to play them like. Yeah. We just never knew when the opportunity would come. So and granted, it won't no doubt, no nothing going into that game like y'all. We nah. wanted to. Right. That was one game. I would say every, everybody, <laughs> even the players who. It was state championship game. Any, you ask me. Yeah. Any, the players were on the bench. The players who didn't even play. The role players. Everybody was locked in. Like, it was nothing like I ever experienced before yeah. with our team. So it was no doubt in nobody mind. That's I don't crazy. think. I don't think from the coaches to the, yeah, the was, player who had the least role. Mm-hmm. I think everybody was like, oh yeah, like. This is what we've been we've been waiting for this one, yeah. So it's, it's always was like it was always the talk, yeah. You know, uh, Morgan at you know Smith had the, yeah. They got the top after right. these two in the area, so yeah. it's like all right, we got top after these two, but right. we better than y'all. We know that, mm-hmm. but it's like we can't say that because we we can't get there. We always fall short, right. so right. it's like if we get the opportunity, this is time to show out, and like that yeah. whole man that that game really. I think you asked me that game. You watch the whole game, man. We left it all out there. Yeah, man. That's that. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like this dude. I, this dude <laughs> was playing like Troy Palomalu out there at safety. I pro- like, it was, it was crazy. Like, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was it was legit crazy. <laughs> I was I I got I get caught a couple times just watching the game, like, and playing it. I could really still feel that mm. sense of everybody was locked in, right. catching picks. He running onside kicks back. We like, 
Everything. I think that game. Everything was just because it was forty four. It was forty four to forty two. Was it? Yeah, yeah, at the end of the game, but it, it really was a blowout. Mm. Yeah, we were beating. If you them. really feel it. Yeah. But yeah, they. It, I mean, the momentum kind of shifted yeah. late in the late in the third, yeah. headed into the fourth, and it made it a lot closer. And gotcha. they weren't no slouch team. Yeah, they had, they had some. Yeah, talent. They had a lot of talent. Thunderbird. So um, you can't. You couldn't really put them to sleep like that. They They had D one athletes across the board too. Yeah. So let me let me go to this. Um, after after your senior year, Trey, mm-hmm. um, man, you were the 2010 Gatorade Player of the Year, mm-hmm. Under Armour First Team All American, Tidewater Player of the Year, First Team All State, Beach District Player, a uh, Defensive Player of the Year. You were ranked the number five cornerback in the nation, mm-hmm. um, and I believe you were only like the fourth Gatorade State Player of the Year from this area. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you listen to those those accolades, man, like what's the what's the first thing that go through your mind? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to tell you all that, honestly, yeah. if you asked me, like, what, you know, if you asked me about some of my accolades, I wouldn't be able to tell you all that. Mm-hmm. I'd be able to tell you I played in the Unarmored game. Right. You know, but I wouldn't be able to remember everything, but, because it was never about that, though, mm-hmm. but I yeah. could sit here and, you know, tell you I did want a scholarship, right. and I did want to win with my teammates while mm-hmm. I was here, so all that other stuff just kind of just happened to come with it, so, when, I mean, when it's, did, I'm, I'm thankful for it, but it wasn't never about that. When did you know, like, man, like, I'm, I'm one of the best players in the nation, when did that sink in? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think, honestly, my was the summer before my junior year, I went to UNC camp. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the infamous UNC camp, man. I heard stories about about you at that camp. Right, but, but yeah. go ahead. UNC Chapel Hill camp. Um, didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know why I did. I just didn't want to. I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't like going to camps. I would go and I would, I would participate and play hard, but didn't want to go. But um, got out there. And when I got out there, um, actually the guy, Coach Everett, I believe that was his name, he mentioned EJ. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, are you from Bayside? He's like, that's where EJ Manuel from, right? I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, I was a freshman when he, you know, was graduating and all this stuff. So, but anyways, moving forward, um, we was doing drills, we doing one on ones, and I don't know where this the zone I fell into came in, came out of, but mm-hmm. just I did not give up a pass. And yeah. it was like I was reacting like on the dom with everybody. Like it got it was it was it was crazy. Right. <laughs> reacting off of every route, every person, tall, short, everybody. And it was a two day camp. And then um so that night, um, you know, they they talking to me, the college coaches and they driving me around on the little campus, like, you know, mm. well, we can't phys- we can't verb I mean, um, we can't offer you yet, but we wanna we know we want you to we want you here though. Mm. Um, I wasn't a ju- technically a junior yet. Yeah. Um well, technically I was, but this, this season didn't start yet. So the next day came around, same result. I just fell back into the zone. I was, and I think I think at that point I knew I was like I can, I can really do it. Yeah. This is yeah. And they gave me like a little, uh, a little MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they then they told me they want they gonna offer me. Then they um gave me like a UNC Nike Under Armour shirt. Yeah. It had the big UNC on it. Navy blue with the baby blue sleeves with the navy blue mm-hmm. Nike check. Yeah. I remember it like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember it because it was something and they gave me some shorts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, at that point I'm like, all right, I I got a scholarship. I'm all right. But moving forward, um, I think that really kind of kicked off a lot more things. So I kept going to camps, started getting invited to other camps, right. and I was just I was camp hopping mm-hmm. all up and down the East Coast, going against everybody, right. guys I didn't know. So I think. Um, I was just really kind of just fine-tuning my, my own thing. It wasn't really necessarily – I wasn't going to be the – I wanted to be the number one corner. Yeah. I, was, I wanted a scholarship, and I wanted mm. to be good. 
I wanted to be able to play. So I think, like I said, all the other stuff just kind of flowed with it. Right. You had offers from, um, speaking of North Carolina, you had an offer from them. You had an offer from Stanford, Michigan, mm -hmm. NC State, West Virginia, Clips, and, and of course UVA. Um, take me through your recruitment visits yeah. and why you ultimately decided on UVA. Yeah, so I was really big. A lot of people might not know, but I was really big on UNC yeah. for a lot of reasons. Not because they were the first team to offer me, but just for a lot of reasons. They were, uh, I, like, I love the campus. I love the atmosphere. I love Chapel Hill. Um, I love the coaches that were there, mm -hmm. but they had gotten to um, some issues with their team, yeah. and their coaches ended up getting fired. Mm -hmm. So that kind of took them off my radar. Um, and then I, I visited Stanford, had a great visit. It was too far from home. Yeah, it's too far. They yeah. told me they wouldn't pay for. They don't pay for your parents to fly out there. Mm -hmm. You get free tickets to the game, but I was like, all right, can't go here. Yeah. <laughs> I need my my family. I need my mom to come see right. me play. I mean, I want my family to come see me play. Um, then I uh, visited UVA a couple times. Met Coach London. Mm -hmm. Met Coach West. Yeah. Um, Love those guys, you know. And uh, had a great opportunity. I went to visit UVA on Halloween, um, my senior year. They beat Miami and punished them. Mm. Not just beat them, they punished them. Not the quarter, not two quarterbacks out, I believe, catching interceptions, celebrating. They got the wave going around the stadium. Right. I'm like, this is UVA? You know, like, <laughs> like this is UVA? So I knew they had a chance to be good, and mm -hmm. I wanted to stay closer to home. Coach London preached values more than just football, yeah, which yeah. was big for me because I'm like, I'm not going to play football forever. Mm -hmm. So um, he, it, was, it felt like family. So... Uh, and I had a great opportunity to play when I first got there, right. which was something that, you know, was big for me. I wanted to. I wouldn't, you know, tell players to do that now. Don't be in a rush to play, but mm -hmm. I wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, and it was the opportunity there. So that's kind of how I landed there. Did you take a visit to Tech or? Yes. Uh, yeah. Not official, though. Okay. I went to one of their spring games. and um, I had a good visit. You know, mm -hmm. um, I really didn't get to see a lot of the campus, but when um, – when I was there, you know, I met Coach Newsom. I think Coach Gray was the DB coach. Really yeah. cool guys. Yeah. Um, coach Beamer was there, of course. You know, good good guy. But it was just a different vibe when I went to UVA. And I had a, I had a more quicker opportunity to get on the field mm. at Bennett Tech. Okay. I think I was going to be not not afraid of any competition, but yeah. I, I didn't want to throw myself into a fight of seven people when I can throw myself into a fight of maybe four. Right. So um, that kind of persuaded me. So leaving Bayside, man, and, and, and heading to UVA, man, how, how did you think, like, um, before you even got there, how did you think your college career would turn out? Where Was it like NFL, like that was the, that was the goal, or what was your I expectations? That, yeah, that was the goal. That was the goal. Yeah. It was, it's always been a dream of mine. Mm -hmm. um, but when I got there, I was really taking it day by day. You know, um, that's all you can really do when you first get there, yeah. honestly, because yeah. – you, you jump right into it, you know, and Coop could probably tell you too, like you jump right into it, your days are structured. Mm -hmm. It's like, you structure, you structure, you're working out, you got summer classes. So yeah, you got that dream, you know, it's still there. Right. It's, it's, it's in the vision, but right now you grinding and your nose down to the grind. So you're trying to get adjusted. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of what it was like when we first got there, I'm jumping right into it. Um, so it was, a, it was a good time though. I, you know, that transition that summer was good. Took two classes. Yeah classes all day, then study block, then waking up for conditioning, trying to get around the older guys. I was lucky enough to be around Chase Minifield, yeah. who really kind of took me on his wing, mm -hmm. was working out like crazy in the summer, like three times a day. Right. He would always call me to see if I wanted to come. And of course I was like, yeah. So mm -hmm. um, he kind of took me on his wing. Guys like Rodney McLeod, um, who, you know, uh, 
Corey Mosley, Roy Reynolds. Henry was there. Yeah. Henry, like, you know, um, you know, he was he hosted me on my visit. Mm-hmm. You know, Bayside guy, that's right. my boy. So um it was a smooth transition. And you became the first true freshman quarterback to play there since 1986. What was it like, man, stepping on a, a, a big campus like UVA, playing as a true freshman, mm-hmm. the ups and downs that come with learning, like, different schemes, yeah. uh, watching film, and you still got the academic side of everything, right. trying to manage everything. What was what was that like? I was I would say once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even think about it, you know. But I will say my first game, we played William & Mary. Um, I knew I was I was starting. Um, I prepared. They prepared me. I worked hard. Mm. I, I jumped right in there. wasn't afraid to jump right into what was going on. Moving fast. My coaches supported me a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, pregame meal out of nowhere, Coach Monday, I'm like, all right, guys, we're gonna bless the food. Trey gonna bless the food. And I'm like, <laughs> he didn't give me no heads up right. or nothing. So I'm like, right. right, good way to just kind of yeah. break the ice there. So you know that that was a little you know inside thing, but um. You know, blessed the food that day for a pregame meal. Went out there and just ran out the tunnel without all that smoke in that fog. And it was yeah. just like crazy. Did you ever have a moment like a, a freshman, like a freshman moment where you just man, everything was just kind of running together, and you had doubts or like a, a really tough time where? <laughs> yeah, the second game of the season, we played Indiana. Yeah. Um, Big Ten school. First, we played with Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some decent players, but yeah. then we went to play Indiana, Big Ten school. Mm-hmm. Everybody, 225 and up. Right. I'm like 160 pounds still. You know, I'm not that heavy yet. Yeah. Um, receivers, all of them. I'm looking at the scouting reports, 6'5", 6'4", 6'6". Running back, 235. Um, so, that game was actually one of my toughest games, more physical games yeah. early on. Kind of got broken in. Um, also, Miami game that first year, I think – they were running double moves like every route. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Thursday night, prom time. Um, so it was a lot of moments where it's like, this is for real out here. Um, and I can I can go on, but, you know, uh, it was all learning experience. So I would take something from each game right. and be able to keep building on to my Because you had Chase on one side mm-hmm. and then you on the other side. He, he experienced. You already had to know in your mind, like, all right, they, they coming for oh, me. They're they yeah. not going to come for him. So did that change your preparation? or? Oh, yeah, my coach would tell me. My coach would tell me. They're going to come at you. Right. They're going to see the scouting report. They're going to see you a true freshman. They're going to see 5'9", mm. 160 pounds. They're going to circle you. <laughs> right. So I wasn't, you know, it was it was exciting, though. Yeah. It was, I think it was more exciting than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it was tough at times, yeah. Yeah. It was, tough. it was times where I'll get beat, and I'm like, I don't know if I can really do this. Mm. But then I'm like. All right, I, I know I can do this though right. for real. Everybody gets beat every now and then, you know it happens. So my teammates really supported me though. You yeah. Know, I, like having guys like Chase, Ronnie, the whole secondary, which is you know Rio Walker. I, I don't want to start naming people because I leave yeah. people out. It was a lot of people um, that just it was it was good memories, man. Even through the tough times, good great learning experience, right. good eye opener as a Co- freshman. Coming in as a true freshman though, right, and 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 being a starter, did you? experience some of the older guys like man this this dude he shouldn't be playing in front of me like any animosity not not to me hmm. not openly to me right, okay. i mean a, any human will probably be doing that to themselves yeah um you know in, in their own space but mm-hmm. they all supported me even like um you know guys like had a couple of fifth years mm-hmm. you know outside of chase who were fifth year seniors yeah and i come in my first year and they're like you plan you know yeah. they helped me though 
they That's helped me. Up. They they were leaders. Right. And I really took my hats off to all them guys. You know, they mm. like Rio Walker, um, like Dom Dom Joseph, mm. um, even Draquan Hosky. He was um he wasn't a fifth year yet, but he was an older guy. But they all helped me. Right. They you know any <clears throat> question I had and I had to come to them with, they would answer it. They never they never treated me shady. Yeah. None of that stuff. So I really like to this day I really honored them dudes because mm-hmm. they could have been totally different. Right. Yeah. Could have yeah. been telling me the wrong things. I, I think me man, <laughs> I'd have been mean? like, man, nah, <laughs> like, I ain't telling you been, nothing. Right, this is my spot. Like, nah, go, you gotta take my go spot. Go to the bro. deep half when I right. really had the flats. Yeah. But they really uh really took my hats off to them dudes. That's really what's good up, man. dudes. Yeah. So Coop, man, going to you, you graduated the year after traded, man, but you were a, a legend in your own right, man. Um, your high school career includes being named All-State at wide receiver, kick returner, you were first team all-tie order at receiver, all-beach at receiver, DB, and kick returner, man. What's, what's your thoughts, man, when uh, you think about the legend that you left here at Bayside? I mean, I'm just truly blessed for real to even be like a, considered like one of the top players that come out of Bayside, mm-hmm. especially with all the, the great players that came before me. And then like Trey, Henry, all them guys. Just playing with them made me even better. Yeah. Even though I, like through the past, I just, I just slack a lot in high, in high school. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I jailed at like the right time to like buckle down mm-hmm. and take it serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. You had offers from, of course, UVA, um, Boston College, man, ECU, Hampton, JMU, Maryland, ODU, Richmond, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Western Michigan. Man, why why UVA? Did, did Trey have something to do with it? Did Henry have something <laughs> to do with it? I mean, what, go through your recruitment process, the visits that you took, and why you ultimately chose to, to go to Charlottesville. Yeah, um, well, UVA, UVA came here, they came to um, one of our practices out here when I first even even talked to like the college coaches. They came to see Trey, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, they seen me out there, put me to the side, I was like, man, we, we like your game and all that. And from that day, they started looking at me and then I started heading to camps with Lily and them. But the recruiting started, it, it really hit, hit me hard when UVA offered me. Yeah. Cause, was they the first person? Yeah, first you gave were the first. They, they were the first school to offer me. I um, talked to London. Great dude, man. Just laser focused. Mm. And I really respect him because it was never about football. When he, every time we talked, it was always about family and how you doing. You know, it was it was always like that. So his connection really held me to like a higher standard for myself. Like man, mm. when I go to the other schools and see what they're talking about. Right. So he all that's that's why UVA they was always top on my list, even though they were the first school to offer me. But then all the other um, schools started coming. Um, Tech, I just knew when I got Tech, I was like, dang, <laughs> right? It was, you know, it was yeah, like, yeah. it was exciting to me because being in the hallway, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm walking walking to class. I see him, he, he know me, you know what I'm saying? That's it crazy. Just, it was it was just shocking yeah. to me. So I'm like, damn, this this Frank Beamer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, how you doing? Want to offer you something like? It was just the recruiting thing, man. I swear I, I enjoyed it. But when it actually came down to it, it's like I already in my mind I knew where I was going, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like I was like, man, I got to just pick what's best for me. And mm-hmm. at that time, I had Tennessee, UVA, and um, Vanderbilt. I really loved, man. I love Vanderbilt. 
Like Nashville, man. I love that. I love Nashville. And I ain't the cra- I ain't never get I ain't never get to get down there, but Beatty, mm-hmm. he a great recruiter, man. Like he had me like it was it was I was I was there. Mm. And then like the day the day of it just, it just it was just shocking for him to tell me like he's going to a new school. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. like, oh man. I'm like, I don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just one of the back burns, but a lot of people don't even know during the summertime, me and Eli went on a, like a visit. It wasn't even like a visit. We just he just woke up and we went to UVA, visited the whole campus and I first met um my boy EJ. They were telling us about the school. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think y'all was gone that, that summer. Yeah. I was like, man, he's all like, what well, trade? Like, oh, trade that they all gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. So we was out there talking to London, meeting all the coaches. And they were telling me about uh about um Coach Moore. Mm-hmm. Now, man, you I'm thinking they talking about down there more the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it tripped me. They're like, you know, um, Coach Moore used to go here. He was a beast. I'm like, for real? Like, yeah, he used to tell me stories. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, all right. So I'm confused the whole time. <laughs> they talking about a whole different more. Mm-hmm. And um, I sat in the office with London. We talked about family, his faith, you know. And it's, he sold me right there. That day, I knew I knew I was going to go there if I didn't go to another school. Mm-hmm. UVA was going to be next in line. So the day of, man, when I, when I committed, my whole mindset was I just wanted, I wanted to get everybody else on board. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like a, me, me and Eli, that's like one of my best friends. We talked every day, like recruiting wise. Like, what school you going to? Let's do this, let's do that to get the little hype up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's, let's do it then. But ultimate, at the end, everybody everybody joined forces. Like, man, let's go to the home school mm-hmm. in state. Let's be a powerhouse. Because mm-hmm. the talent we had in my, my t- 2012 class was off the charts, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, man, um, there was a, this is for both of you, there was a detailed Washington Post article that came out in 2014, right? And it mentioned, Trey, your name, and it mentioned your name too, Coop. And um, it was talking about how um, 757 players, it was, it was starting to be a pipeline to UVA. Yeah, tech, yeah. Fans were, tech fans were angry about that. And um, Chip West, who coached me at JMU, really good dude, man. Um, it, it came out that your godfather, um, Lee Sneed, right? Coach Lee Lee. Um, he coached me in Little League, man. I have nothing but utmost respect for him. But between the two of them, it was 420 calls shared, right? Mm-hmm. It's this public information. And um, Coach Moore, who coached us here, Coach Darnell Moore, he stated that um, he retired in 2012 because um, there was too much outside influences on players, and he got sick mm-hmm. of it. So the article basically insinuates that the connection that Coach West had with, I guess y'all mentor Coach Coach Lele, he pushed there. y'all. Yeah, yeah, he pushed y'all to UVA. What you what 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 you say? What you say about that? I say, man, Coach Lee, Coach Lee, a lot of people don't give him the respect, but if you really think about it, man, he actually was the first person to even get me that I ain't know nothing about like the recruiting process, mm-hmm. schools. I thought you come to high school, play football, pick a college, and go. Mm-hmm. He took me to camps, you know what I'm saying? So the 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 respect is there. Yeah. And then it's like once in the recruiting process, it's like you get so immune, you get you should get so attached to coaches because you want you want to get your players the looks that they need. Mm-hmm. And at that time we was here, I mean we, we was like I said earlier, we wasn't doing seven on seven. Yeah. 
and Lily, they was pushing for us to go out there. So mm. they ended up making it happen. So when we going on these camps and stuff, they taking us on the road trips, meeting coaches. So it's like they they connection was better. Not gotcha. saying Donnell Moore didn't have connections, mm. but um, we was for the outlook of they was we was going to the colleges. Mm-hmm. They was taking us there. So it's like they had the most they had the most influence sometimes. Yeah. But think of most of our players, me, Trey, Smoke, all us. We all play in the same area. Rat ball. Yeah, I was gonna say all that. Like, it started. It started they, from a younger age, man. It's like <clears throat> he coached us since <laughs> you know I'm you know I'm a year older than Coop and them, but I was nine, mm. nine years old right. when, when you know he started That's coaching flat. me. Mm. <laughs> nine. Yeah. Who knew what my future was gonna be? Right. He was coaching me the same way nine as he was when he was watching me from the stands against Oscar Smith. Mm. I'm happy we won the game. After the game, he like, why you weren't in your stance on this play? Yeah. Yeah. So it was is. It was man. It goes way back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nine years old, ten years old. Me and Coop was on the same team back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like we yeah. talking about 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. middle school, Bayside Middle School. You look at the highlight tape. Coach Scott probably got still. We sharing touchdowns. Right. We run up and down the field. So it goes way back, yeah. man. So and, I think, I, and I he, think, you know, he was definitely. I think was, his connection was more bigger because he actually was getting players mm-hmm. scholarships. Yeah. And I would say every camp. You know what I'm saying? It's like every camp I went to, <laughs> I think every one he drove me to. You know, and it, this was he always been he always been on me since nine. Mm. It wasn't nothing like yeah. I was 16 and he mm. started taking me to UNC. Yeah, now, he been. I was learning how to backpedal when I was nine. I'm <laughs> right. not joking. Like legit stance, yeah. backpedal, getting your stance, hard coaching. So it wasn't nothing new. Yeah. You yeah. know. It, so when you when you committed to Coop, when you committed to UVA. Um, in the auditorium, you were yep. sitting next to Darnell Moore, and I remember Coach Moore was like, "I, I don't even know what school he going to." Yeah. Do you think? Do you think part of that comes from like um, Coach Moore wanting to be in the know and and maybe Alili knowing more and felt yeah. feeling some type of way because he actually coached you? Yeah, it was uh, more like. See, the, the crazy thing is when I was, I think the day before, because we had the workouts, and Coach Moore he he, he would say like little things like, "Yeah." about schools and stuff, I'm telling like, yeah, I mean, I, I talked to this school, that school, nothing too serious, but like the day before I committed, he was like, he, he asked me, I, I told him, I said, it's really gonna be between UVA and Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. But that, I was just being serious with him, like that's, but I, if you ask me, I was going to Vanderbilt, you mm-hmm. asked me. So it was like a shocker to him. I, I, I got you. I thought, I thought Cooper was going to Vanderbilt too. I'm not like, it was a shocker, it was a shocker to him that day because on the, if you, if you look at the video, you go on the stage, he looked, he, when I showed him, he like he was he was he was just like oh yeah. he, he was shot himself, yeah. so it was like and with Lily it was like they already knew it was like who was gonna come down to us. I mean, I just, I worked out with them every day, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was like it was like man, who you feel? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? UVA it's gonna be either UVA, Vanderbilt, or Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just tried to keep it like that. Nobody yeah. knew where I was going. <laughs> nobody. No, knew. Nobody knew where you were going. Not one yeah. person. Like you know, my mom didn't even know. When, when did when did you say you knew exactly? All right, this is UVA. I would say after one of my last visits, actually, one, it got a little more serious when Coach London was telling me about the opportunity I had to play there. Mm-hmm. I already I already liked him a lot, right. you know, um, and the whole coaching staff. But and you know, some of our players were there that I knew. Mm-hmm. So when he gave gave me the opportunity that you could play early, it's gonna be up to you, really. I'm like, that's kind of hard to beat because yeah. you know, outside of football is already. It was already the conversation was already there. Like, I, I love, yeah. I love it here. Yeah. And the football part was like, all right, now I'll give you opportunity to play. Definitely. So I'm like, okay. 
So um, then I think when I visited Stanford and they, when I found out the distance piece and my parents not being able to, you know, my mom not being able to, um, my family fly there, yeah. buy tickets every Saturday. Mm. I'm like, I gotta stay close to home. Yeah. And then, um, you know, UVA is three hours, mm. two and a half, you know, whatever you want to look at it like. But um, and then I went to the Under Armour game. My boy Darius Jennings played for the Tennessee Titans right now. Mm. My roommate at the Under Armour game. Gatorade player in Maryland, right? Yeah. Um, by this time, I was already committed, um, but it wasn't signing day yet. And I remember um, he was on the board, and um, I forgot. One of my coaches was like, "If you see, uh, you know, see if you can talk to any of you know our players that we got on our board to see if they come." And he was one of them. I didn't even know who he was. Mm-hmm. And we got out there. He ended up being my roommate. Yeah. We clicked. Mm-hmm. Like we clicked. He's still my boy to this day. So I thought he was going to Wake Forest. Yeah. You know that was big on his list. So I'm like, you know, just. Well, look, man, just come, you know, come join. So, um, signing day, I didn't know he was going until signing day. Mm-hmm. So, I was, I signed, then I saw his name come across, and then like some of my other friends who I kind of connected with, right. um, some of our boys from Phoebus, Day Day, Daquan Romero, mm-hmm. Caleb Taylor, CT, um, and these are all guys who we were working out with and going to camps with. Yeah. Like so, we built a relationship. They were at Phoebus, we was at Bayside. We never played each other. Because right. they in D5, we was D6. But we were at these camps together. Me and Dede was about to go to UNC together. We, we ended up going to UVA together. Yeah. So it was, it's a lot deeper than, than what people think. Okay. Like yeah. on the surface, it looks right. like, oh, everybody's going here because of whatever. Right. But this was stuff, this was embedded yeah. by, we, by us. Because mm-hmm. we was together building those relationships. Right. We was together at those camps. Yeah. We was, you know, we was talking amongst each other. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately we had our own decisions to go wherever we want. Absolutely, so, absolutely. And so to make, and make it more, to make the thing more. When, when Trey went up there, and it's like, you see, Trey, he's starting. Yeah. Right. And I can, I, it's crazy. I can still remember when he, the first game they played women. Remember, we just played cops. We beat cops. Mm. The first thing I do, I when I get to the crib, I ain't even looking for Friday night flights. Right. I'm like, what Trey do? Yeah. You know, you know, Trey had to pick. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, we lit. So mm-hmm. that that right there, she's like, man. He had Virginia, they told him he got an opportunity to start. Mm-hmm. We all in the same, well, I can go out there and start too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that actually played a part in it too. Yeah, I, I, and honestly, man, I think that would play a, a big part for me if I if I knew somebody, one of my teammates was already there. Absolutely. And that, that happened, um, I don't know if you guys remember Maurice Finner, like he was at JMU when I got there. Yeah, and yeah, just having he someone, went to Cox. Oh, you from Bayside, I, right? No, from Bayside, yeah. yeah I, no, and, I know him, yeah, I do know him, yeah. Having someone familiar, yeah. so. Uh, speaking of that, 2012, man, your sophomore year, you mm-hmm. started every game, mm-hmm. and then you're fr- you're a true freshman, man. You you yeah. you playing, you played in every game. Mm-hmm. What was it like, like being back on the field, like together? Crazy. Um, at first, it was for me when I first got there, man. It was so it was tough. I mm-hmm. I can't even lie to you. It was tough, man. Trying to, cause I knew when we first got there, they was already do- going through workouts and stuff. We was. We was doing our little freshman workouts at the time, and those was like kind of hard because like the adjustment frame. Yeah. Waking up early in the morning, going to class, trying to just get that down. Then mm-hmm. on top of that, stay stay committed and trying to work on your craft and stuff. And boy, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough, man. Did you have like moments where you're like, man, I'm waking up late, I'm having trouble man, getting up? I wasn't or? even sleeping at some like it was just it was for me. I wasn't even sleeping at some days, and it was like, damn. Soon I get everything together, about to go go to sleep. Nope, thirty minutes before workout. I was like, oh man, you, it was it's, it was competed, and I'm like, dang, I gotta. It's it's just something you gotta adjust to when you mm. like when he said when you win it, you win it. Yeah. And once I got the adjustment down, 
I was good, but man, when I first got there, I was, whew, it was <laughs> tough, boy. I was running around like, did you, did you use trade and be like, man, like, how, how, man, how can I no. better use my time or? We no. was like, yeah, it was like we, we were kind of on different schedules, yeah, honestly. Like, when we first like, got there, yeah. it was like, they was, the upper class, they was on their own little lifting program. I got yeah. you. And they were trying to work us in there. So it mm -hmm. was like, we might see them after we work out, cause they come in to work out, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, hey, what's up, what's up? Right. Well, you got to make it to class, you know right. what? So it was like, we'll see them throughout the day. And then most of the time, man, when you get done with class, you you be dead tired, dead tired you know what yeah. I'm saying? We had to go yeah. to tutoring. tutoring, study hall, mm -hmm. that to all, all the way, to take like, up your whole night, mm -hmm. you know? It was like, it was just, so it's from like five in the morning to about, Man, like to about yeah. 11 at night. Yeah, all night. And you wanted day. to get your rest because right. you wanted to be ready for the next day. So it was crazy. It was, it was, but my people, second year, people don't understand ready. that, man. Yeah, I felt yeah. good my second year going into it. I was like, because I got the first year out of the way. Right. So I was on a different, you know, kind of a different wave a little mm. bit because um, I was already acclimated, like fully acclimated. Yeah. I had a whole season under my belt. So I can understand what they were going through because we were just in it. Right. But I thought about just how my class came in together mm -hmm. and we had to like, you know, kind yeah. of figure, that's how they were too. Yeah. They were doing the same thing. Same thing. They were figuring it out <laughs> mm -hmm. and staying, sticking together. Like right. you'll see them walking together. And I just remember like just last year, eight months ago, <laughs> me and my boys, right. I came in with, we walking together like, yo, where's this at? Where's this hall at? Are y'all going to get something to eat right now? Mm, yeah. Yo, we got to get the two. It actually made you, it made, it made you, Learn the the other players that was it, yeah. that, that you came in with, with. You yeah. came in with, because mm -hmm. like man, we got so close as a unit. It was like you knew what. Hey, come on, man, we got we got to make it there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want nobody to be late. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it worked once you get it, once you get into it. It worked. Mm -hmm. It worked, man. You just gotta don't don't that first month. I was ready to go home. <laughs> I, I was right. ready to go. I'm like man, I can't do this. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> But once you once you once you get get it down pat, man, it's it's a, it's a roller coaster. You get mm -hmm. right through it. I had um, Philip Sims who transferred from Alabama to UVA, and he was telling me how different like the academics was from a, a Alabama to a, a prestigious university like like Virginia. We all know it's a considered like one of those real smart schools, yeah. man. Like, how was it? How was it for y'all? Like coming from Bayside, and I know Trey is different for you. Like school was really important to you, but mm -hmm. for me. Like it wasn't. I I went to college to play ball. Right. I don't know if you was the nah, same way, Coop. Nah, so. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> how how was that? Like, what was the, the the academic level? And it you you guys had two different perspectives on it though. But what what was that like? Um, shout out to Phil too. Cause, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I was, when we when I heard Phil was transferring to our schools, man, I was ready to backflip. <laughs> right. Um, but um, academically though, um, that summer when you first get there, like we graduated June. I'm just gonna, I don't remember the exact date, June 16th, right? Yeah. I was at school July 6th. Yeah. So, yeah, um, right jumped right in it. And then I was taking class, starting class like July 11th. Mm -hmm. Actually, like to the, almost like to this year, you know, eight years ago. But, um, you jump right in it. Yeah. You, like I said, you don't, you do not have time to like stop and think. <laughs> right. And the time you do to have to stop and think is when you're in your room, mm -hmm. in your dorm room. And that's the time where you feel like sometimes, like, I'm ready to go home. Like, I don't know if this is for me sometimes, but I think for me, it was, um, you gotta, everybody, it was different for everybody. Yeah. You, ha you gotta, you gotta find what works for you. Mm. Like I, I, uh, I figured out, you know, I use, we use our academic advisors. They tell, they tell us what teachers are like, what, what classes are like, right. what. but I think more so than that, you gotta figure out what works for you. Mm. Um, and for me, I think it was more so of my first semester. I'll be completely honest. My grades, 
my grades were I was eligible and I yeah. was passing. But I was excited to get a D in <laughs> yeah. astronomy. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just took astronomy my senior year in high school. Mm. Right. But um, I think the, I didn't make honor roll until the spring semester of my second year. Mm. That's that's when I that's when it finally started clicking for me a little bit where I, I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. I, after I made it the first time, I just kept making it after that because mm. I figured it out. But I think everybody has that that time of you know they gotta figure out yeah, what how yeah. it works for them yeah so but you could i remember man when yeah. i first went to college i didn't even know what a credit hour was yeah. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i don't think they really taught us that here they so i had no college readiness man but I, I knew i knew it was gonna be a struggle for me when i the, when i when i took the, a, the sat man mm -hmm. i'm like huh, i can't no nah, this too much <laughs> right so then i ended up like they was like man we'll take the act it's easier. Mm. You you have more time with it. And I took the I took the ACT probably like six times, and mm. I finally got in UVA the last time I took it. So it was like, all right, fool, that's one, bro. Once I get to school, I'm good, <laughs> man. Before we got there, it was different. I I was just like, I might well just pack it up and go home. <laughs> right. It was it was tough for me because I, I I was never a school person. And only thing that really kept me kept me going to school was sports. Mm, so it was like yeah, I knew yeah. I had to, in order for me to play, I had to keep my grades up. So mm. and at Bayside, it was like, you know, we know a lot of people, and it's they gonna help you. Yeah. Cause they you know, they want to see you, they want to see you uh, succeed. So yeah. once I got to UVA, when I got to UVA, I, I didn't use my I use towards the end. I think I started using everything, all my resources. Yes. Mm. Yeah. When it was too late. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like in the beginning, it was like. Nah, let me do do it my way, yeah. and it won't work. And I and I think that would kind of mess me up a little bit. And it could be really overwhelming. And it was yeah, it, it was tough, man. You going, you going, you in class with two hundred people. Man, you know what I'm saying? It's like that I'm like, part. yeah. How do, yeah. I know the professor ain't talking to me. Right. You know, it was yeah. Different for me. I'm like all my class. I'm like, they don't care if you show up to class or <laughs> you know, not. It was different. Right. Man. I know. I get you. So, Trey, you, after your sophomore year, man, you yeah. you were like the the face of UVA football. I, I I know that to be true because I remember a coach coming back to me like man like like this this Nicholson kid man yeah. and um things started to change right yeah. you your junior year you got hit with the the injury bug man and it's it's, it's different yeah well the injuries and the and the the emotional toll um trying to just get your body back right yeah how, how was that I actually got hit with two things that year um one was coaching change. So um, my the 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 coach who recruited me, Coach Jim Reed, I think mm. he at Boston College. Boston still. College, I think he's yeah. the D coordinator there. Man, he can recruit anybody. Yeah. He 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 wrote he wrote me handwritten little notes every day. Mm. And like you know, you walk past his office, oh you know Trey Nicholson, come yeah, here, yeah. come you know, always open door policy, talking, made you feel like you he wanted you there, and it kind of you know, subconsciously you feel like all right. I can I can be here, I, you know my my coach. I mean I can play. It, it mm. takes a little pressure off of you. Mm -hmm. So um, heading into my junior year, our our D coordinator got fired. Our O coordinator left. Bill Lazor, I think mm. he in the NFL somewhere. Yeah, he was, o uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, good dudes, man. Um, but they you know went on to the next chapter of what they were doing. Um, coach West stayed. Mm. Uh, coach Hagen stayed. I think Dex stayed. Coach Dex stayed. Yep. And I think that was it. And mm. then, um, so then leading into spring ball with the new coaches there, I pulled my hamstring, like working out before spring ball started. Mm. I missed spring ball. So I came back into summer camp 
had to, you know, then that's my, my new coach first time seeing me, you know, me being able to show him anything. So ended up, um, you know, trying to get to know him a little bit. He was totally different from my other coach. Yeah. Totally yeah. opposite. Yeah, new like he was totally yeah. opposite. Um, knew his, he knew his stuff, you know, like he really knew it. Um, but I would say he wasn't as, um, he wasn't Coach Reed in terms of his personality. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, so um, it was it was different adjusting to him um, than it was with Coach Reed. Then playing, 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 doing well. I had, I think, this is one stat I do remember <laughs> from college, but I think I had a pick and like five, six pass breakups in like the first yeah. five games, right? So yeah. my junior year was rolling. I'm like, all right, I'm on the second half of my college career. Mm. You know, about to finish, about to graduate, and then you know, they my name kind of up in the ranks a little bit yeah. about the, the corners in the nation coming out soon and all this stuff. So I'm kind of keeping a little eye on that, and then boom, playing Ball State. That's when I got injured. Mm. <laughs> like, what was the injury? I had turf toe injury. Yeah, that's right. Third quarter, yep. third quarter of the game. Me and um, me and my my homeboy Day Day, um, we actually both went in for a tackle. Mm. And it was some other players too, but we all kind of like went in for the tackle at the same mm. time. And my foot got rolled up on, I don't know who, but somebody rolled up on my foot. Um, and I thought my ankle was, I thought I rolled my ankle. So I got up and the dude broke and scored too, which made yeah. it worse. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, I got up and I thought I rolled my ankle, but I'm like, I have my ankles tapes. So I know my ankle not broke. So um, that happened. I'm like, I felt the sharp pain in my foot. It was really sharp too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on. So then we came back, um, next drive. Um, and no, actually we threw a, uh, they got, we got the ball back, we threw a pick. So our defense had to go right back out there. And I'm running out there and that's when I, I kept feeling the sharp pain in my foot. I told my boy, Brandon Phelps, I said, yo, something wrong with my foot. I kind of like told him, he like, mm-hmm. he like get down and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna see. Cause I didn't want to come out the game. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna see. So then, um, Luckily, they ran a running play to the right side, literally to the right side. And the dude on my side just ran a little out route like he was running the route. Th- trying to take me out to play, but mm. I went to try to plant. I was, like, almost falling down. I was like, nah. So, went to the sideline. Um, I went down. Felt crazy. Never yeah. never, never been injured like that right. in my career. But yeah. um, went down. They walked me off the field. Took my uh, tape off and everything. And my, you know, my foot was all swollen and bruised. Mm. Couldn't play the rest of the game. Next day, it's even more bruised mm. um, all around. So that's where that kind of that that little roller coaster ride started taking its dips yeah. there. So hold hold that thought. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come back to you. So Coop, man, you <laughs> played as a true freshman, and then you redshirted your sophomore year. And I was reading that they said that you had to take care of some off the field issues. What were those issues, man? And um, take me through take me through that whole thing, because um, yeah, that was essentially what your last. Yeah. Okay. For the for the football aspect. Yeah. Uh, my freshman year, I played in the summertime when I first got there. I was at I switched positions. Mm-hmm. I was at receiver, and I think that summer that's when everybody was had like little nagging injuries. So during training camp, I ended up switching to safety. Started playing, playing a lot, learning the playbook way way quicker than I was learning the offensive playbook. Yeah. And and Coach Reed, man, was definitely one of the best coaches I ever had. Like mm-hmm. he was just. Yeah, how you hear how you really run? You can run through a wall by by just talking to them. You right. Know what I'm saying? That's how empty he had you. And um, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna give you a chance." So the whole year, and I I never was like a selfish dude that just want to play. Mm-hmm. Anything to help the team. When that, that was that was my type of attitude. So my whole my whole freshman year mainly was like special teams. And I think I got my first my first career start at corner versus North Carolina. 
nervous. We were playing corner on opposite sides of yeah, each other. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now that whole, I think about it, that's crazy. That I forgot whole, all about that. That yeah. whole week, I was, the whole year I've been playing safety, the whole year learning the um, playbook. And then my boy, my, uh, my, my boy Reese went down and they was like, man, we need you to play corner. And it was like right before the game though. Like, I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, you gonna start corner night in the nickel package. I'm like, all right. I ain't really take it serious. I'm like, yeah. all right. Cause me, me and Rio, Rio, he, he actually was playing too. So it was like, my boy Reese was like, man, you ready? I'm like, what you mean? He was like, you going in there, you got, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but I was so nervous, man. Yeah. Like my swag was messed up. It just, it just took everything out. I'm like, all right. So we first went on defense, man. And they called the nickel Packers. I was out there. It was like, oh, I didn't know what to do. Like right. I couldn't. Even, I was so shocked. I couldn't even hit a call mm-hmm. in the game. It was like I think Thursday night game. Everybody was there. They got. It was, it was just night crazy. Game. It was so yeah. loud. And like I couldn't even. At first, man, I couldn't hear nothing. And the first play, it was. It was so crazy. The first play that we was in cover four. Luckily me, I didn't even know what cover he was in. I just <laughs> was checking the man. Right. And he just ran the go route and they threw it to him and he didn't catch it. Yeah. He overthrew him. So I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm good. I'm back at it. And then I just had a good game. And it, my freshman year, was, it was great, man, the experience to play with older guys, learn the new technology, you know. And then my sophomore year, I just knew for a fact, like, all right, I'm going to have a good chance of starting. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew going into it, I knew the coverages. You know, so I was just starting getting a role and not – Mind you, my academic, they, they, they coming along. Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting yeah. to get it. And then right before the, I think right before I, we had um, winter workouts, I was in London office. He was like, man, you, um, you academic, you going to be academic ineligible. I'm mm. like, for real? He's like, yeah, you're like, yeah, because I had, I think coming out of the summertime, my freshman year, I had, um, I had a C and a C minus. Mm. So that already put me at like a 2 0. Yeah. And then um, during the school year, it was just, it, was that jump, it got rough because mm-hmm. we was losing. So, you know, it, it, it all played a toll. Yeah. And when you lose it, you ain't, you ain't trying to enjoy it. So yeah. it's like, man, class, uh, I might skip a class or two. You know, so it was, it was just rough. And then that summer, I um, end up, I missed, the, I, I think I missed the first, the first summer school session. Mm-hmm. And I actually really needed to go to that session. But I ended up doing the last two. Why you missed though? I was ready to go home. Like for the summertime, yeah. it's like the summertime, I was I was so fed up up there. I wasn't fed up and mad. I was just like, I just need to go home. You need know what I'm saying? Break, yeah. Get me back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, you need to take this class. But at that point, that's what I was saying earlier. Like I didn't use my resources. I didn't contact um, Dean most or none of them. Like, hey, um, do I need to take this course? You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. was just, I just, when everybody was leaving, I was with everybody. I'm gone. <laughs> right. So when I, when we came back in the second the uh, second session, I took the classes. I got I got an A, and I had needed to get a C, and I ended up getting a C minus in one of the classes, and that made me I couldn't I was ineligible. So yeah. I didn't look at it as like a loss because then I like well I was still on the team and London. She said, man, that's why I respect Coach London. He was like, man, just focus on your grades, get your grades up, everything else will fall in place. And I think that year, my red shirt year, probably one of my best years in, in, in school, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a 3-0. So why not? I mean, you got a 3-0, <laughs> you, you back, eligible, junior year. And I, we're going into, um, going into camp, um, coaching changes. 
to Noodle end up coming. So it was like everybody back on on the same plane and trying to learn the playbook. And in my position, it was Aunt Harris, um, Brandon Phelps, um, Rio, me, and it was probably like two other dudes. So it was like why he yeah. So it was like they they actually had they had they had the playbook more more knowledge of the playbook than me because. Mind you, I didn't even my whole my whole sophomore year, I didn't even was I wasn't yeah. even in the building, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For us, so it was like mainly like go to class, tutoring, back to the career, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was like that more of the time. So it was already tough for me. So once I started, to, I think I went from like number two on the depth chart to like number seven. Mm-hmm. So I had to work my work my um, stuff back up, and then was that like was that like a um, mentally? I was yeah. mentally, man. I was at one point I was drained. But then once I, I just knew my, my mindset was, well, I got I got to do what I got to do. You know, I got to step up. And once that started happening, everything started going better for me. And then I got hurt. Let me, I'm going to pick that right <laughs> back up. So I'm going to go back to you, Trey, man. Um, you redshirted. Yeah. So Was it your junior year? Yeah, I ended up missing the rest of my junior year. Yeah. And then um, we, so we decided we were gonna try to just keep doing rehab and let my let my foot heal mm-hmm. on its own. So it was a real slow process, man. I was in a walking boot. I was on one of the little scooter things for a while. Then I was in a walking boot for a while. Then finally started easing my way out of that and then tried to get back into running, doing drills and everything. And it was just still this like constant nagging pain, which I was trying to ignore at first, honestly, cause I'm like, man, I can't keep sitting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause that becomes a problem, mm-hmm. which it did for me, honestly, but um, I'm like, I can't keep sitting out. So I was trying to ignore, ignore. I went through spring ball. Spring ball was struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to work my way back, you know, trying to still, you know, prove myself to, you know, coach to do the, even though I, I play inconsistent because I only played five games. Yeah. The rest of that, you know, it's next man up. Mm-hmm. So um, went um, went through spring ball. And then uh, after after spring ball, I'm like, you know, I went to the trainers, like, look, this something ain't right still yeah. so I started going back to the doctor and everything and then um I ended up having surgery after spring ball so that kind of led into that recovery process I had to make a tough decision because they was like uh this process is going to take this you're going to start slowly getting back into running and stuff around this time and I'm thinking like dang this is about to be right into the season mm-hmm. so I'm like this is crazy and I'm like if I don't then what's going to happen am I just going to keep running with a limp for the rest of my life yeah. like it was good so this is all the stuff I'm thinking about yeah. so I'm starting to think about it a lot and it was a real tough decision so um ultimately I ended up um ended up having surgery um and then that lingered that recovery process lingered again yeah. so I'm just like I can't catch a break yeah. right now so really I'm like MIA I'm missing action at this point mm-hmm. I went from being present every play right. on the defense yeah to MIA kind of in a way. So I was kind of in a, a rough spot, you know. Um, and I was out. You know, when you out, the show goes on. The show goes on, man. For, for anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, that, that I got a medical red shirt. They granted that for me. I was lucky to get that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I really missed, like, my junior year. Yeah, then the next Senior year. year. Yeah. Then I'm trying to come back. So at this point, I'm like a year and a half out. So then that, you know, um, and we had a lot of good, we had a lot of good corners. Mm-hmm. Like, our, I love my boys. They mm-hmm. was they was ballers, all yeah. of them. Safe from safety to corner. Reese, um, Tim Harris, Tim Harris. Uh, Hosky. I mean, everybody Walt. could play. Yeah, Walt. We had we were stacked, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so 
it was really like a it was a deep uphill battle. Um, so I came back my fifth year. Yeah. Then that's when I was in grad school. So I tried to turn a positive to a, a negative into a positive. I'm like, I gotta get something out of this. So yeah, I and I have already finished school because yeah. we graduated, you know, from being in summer school early. Mm. So we graduated three and a half years. Yeah. So I still had to be in school in order to uh, play. So they were like, we have a grad program, master's program. You mm-hmm. have to, it's one year. You have to be in summer school all this summer, mm-hmm. like right after you graduate from yeah. your undergrad, literally. So I'm like, all right, might as well. Like, right. it's, you know, it's free. So um, kind of that kind of helped. That's helping me out now, honestly. But yeah. um, um, I, I was real spotty in playing at that point. My fifth year, I was in it. I was out. Some games I wouldn't play. Some mm. games I played a lot. Yeah. Some games I didn't. Some games I was in and out yeah. here and there, here and there. And then it was like, at that point, it was just kind of, you know. Did you know at that moment, like, man, like, because um, your sophomore year, you're, you're getting up the ranks. Yeah. And, then, and now you're at this place, like, man, like, I don't even know if the league is still. Yeah, the goal. honestly, though, like, <laughs> I felt like. I still felt like I could play in the league, mm, like, because yeah. I, I, I kept up with people's stories. You know, yeah. there's a million ways to get there. Everybody yeah, yeah. has a different story. So it was never a, a moment where I'm like, I don't want to do this at all. Um, but I felt like I I felt like I lost a lot of value. I will say that for sure. Mm-hmm. Lost a lot of value, which understandably with not playing, they don't see you. Yeah. You got injuries. I'm undersized mm-hmm. to be a corner. Yeah. You know, our room has some big corners. Right. You know, Reese and Tim and them, they like six so, one, six yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm almost like the small guy. I'm yeah. the old guy, but I'm the small guy in the room. But uh so I'm undersized, so you know, um respectively so, my value going down. Yeah. Which any scout, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So um I understood that. But um then uh my balance just recovering though was still kind of yeah. I was still psychologically right, even to yeah. this day I'm still a little off balance yeah. a little bit and it's, it bothers me it's mm. aggravating but um it was still in the you know I still had opportunities you know yeah. and I feel like I put in a, a I had a decent enough resume to have a shot mm. um so yeah it was that was you know yeah. roller coaster ride so yeah it sounded like it yeah I was you know you got to be in it though you got to go through it man everybody go through something so that was my uh my barriers I had to face and run through right there. A couple of them, but right. it's all good. Cool. You never put on a, another <laughs> uniform, Cavalier uniform, man. What what happened? Yeah, it's um, after my camp, when I actually got back, I was going hard doing scout team, trying to just just get back in the groove. I ended up uh, turn turn a little uh, partial little tennis in my hand, and that set me down for the rest of the year. So now I was I'm like, dang, I can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. So then I dropped right back into my, I, I was I was losing it, man. Like everything was going downhill. I was going to class sometimes. And then I tried to, I think at the last minute, it hit me like, I still got like three years left. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, for me, it was like, I don't red shirt, you know? I ain't want a red shirt, you know what I'm saying? Not thinking like it can help you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, I blame myself for that because I didn't look into it more. Because mm. I was all, I'm on the aspect like, man, I can't red shirt. Mm. I got to do what I got to do so <laughs> right. I can make it to the league. You right. know, that's yeah. my whole mindset was going to the NFL. It wasn't like, all right, let me get my degree first. Mm. And then, you know what I'm saying? My, my mindset was playing A to B mm. to C was making it to the NFL. Yeah. So when that won't go on, won't go on this plan, everything else fell on the back, bro. And I think at the last minute when I started to realize, like, let me do, let me go this way, the route that I needed to take, 
I started doing it and it was too late. It was too late, man. I, um, I think the summertime, after um, going into uh, my junior year, right before that summertime, right before I was sitting in the office in London, he was telling me, he was like, man, it ain't looking too good, but you can, you know what I'm saying? You, it, you, can, you can manage it, you can try to work it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what I, what I need to do? And I just felt myself like just, I was already, from a standpoint, my, I felt myself already fading away from the from the university. So, I, I, me being just being me, not thinking. Yeah. Man, one day I woke up. It was in the summertime. I woke up and I was just I was just done. I was just done with it and I, and I just left. Like no explanation mm. to the coaches. They they still calling trying to figure out what's going on. Like I'm at the crib. You know my grandma. They like what's, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? They they thinking like what's going on? Why you here? And I was just, I was just, to me, I let myself down. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So much weight on me. I'm, and I'm like, man, I just left. I ain't know the rules then. Like, when you leave, you got the transcript, all this, all this other stuff. So, that that whole, man, that, that I think that summer, it hit me like, wow. And the worst part about it, I had, I had my daughter, my um, my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I got to do something. You know, I can't just be at the crib. Yeah. Cause, and at, at that point, I know I'm not a school guy. And all I really know, I, I play sports, man. That's that's my that's my ticket. So I'm mm -hmm. like, I gotta find a way to get back get back into the groove. So, luckily, I had a chance to get back into UVA. Talked to London. I had to um, I had to do some. I forgot. I had to I had to pay some money to get my transcript yeah. and all that stuff back back together. And um, I was gonna go back, talk to Dean Most, got a letter recommendation from her to get back into the school. But it, I think at that time, uh, London, oh, London was leaving. Yeah. Got the, uh, the fire issue, and I was back to square one. So now I was thinking to myself, like, what I'm gonna do, man? I'm, I done took online courses. I was, I was, at one point, I was thinking about just going to the CFL, go do a whole trial. Yeah. About the end everything, and go that route. But luckily. My uh, my boy DC came in. Was like, man, I can get you back in school. And I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? Where, where right. at? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, well, I can go back to, to a D1 school, but eventually it's like it led me to going to uh, Vision Two, mm. Virginia Union, which was was a good idea for me at first until I got there. Yeah, <laughs> it's <know>? yeah, <laughs> it's a big difference, man. man. So what happened? What happened at Union? Um, got the Union. Uh, Mark James, the head coach, great guy. Um, End up going there, me and Zach, me and Lil Zach, end up um, being roommates. And football aspect, everything was great. Number one defense, you know, we had 22 like trans D1 transfers, meeting mm -hmm. all the guys. Had a great year. Went to the playoffs for the first time in their in they history. It was going good. And then, just like at UVA, coaching changes, you know what I'm saying? Started feeling, um, our DB coach at the time was uh, Flowers. Old, old head guy mm. you know he just he just knew he was like one of them coaches that like hey man do this do that he was like tell me what's going on out there you playing you know he was laid back real cool he ended up getting fired and they ended up bringing in a, um, a younger guy and man that coach we just, it, it, it ain't click I was already mad that I was there because going to classes it was different coming from UVA it was it was so different because I, I expected so much from in the classroom mm -hmm. Then you you realize like some of the teachers they this like a part time job to them you know what I'm saying so <laughs> yeah, it was, it was right. different so I'm like 
what's going on? I can't even go to office hours, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it was a, so everything played a part in that. I'm like, man, what I'm what I'm what I'm doing. Yeah. And then going into uh, spring ball, had a great spring ball. Coaching me and the, me and the coach still not getting along, even though I didn't look at it at that time. I'm looking at it like, well, I know more than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He because the uh, the coach came from like a D3 school, and I'm. Know like you know the ter- terminology and stuff going down. I'm, I know actually, not saying I know more than him, but in my to me, I'm like I know most of the stuff you're talking about already. You know what I'm saying? I already done put it on the field. So it's like me and him had like the course was it was just getting bad. Mm. So it, you know it came down to either you know what I'm saying you like him or yeah. you go a different route. And the, me being me again, I'm <laughs> like I can't work with him. You know what I'm right. it, it just ain't gonna jail. And then mm. I just end up leaving there. You just you, you just come back home to Virginia yeah, Beach, basically. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you, you guys the, both and this. And the, the um the, the school the school part, man. Uh, what's so different about being at UVA and being at Union was they took everything at Union. It wasn't taken seriously, mm. like paperwork always getting missing. Yeah, credits not transferring over. It took man like I was there for a whole like probably like six months. Mm. And they still, my credits and stuff still wasn't, they still didn't finalize it. So it was like, what's going on? So the, mm. I'm sitting there the whole, for a whole six months thinking like, what's going on? Like, yeah, how many how many credits I need to graduate? Or, you know what I'm saying? So that played a part. I just got tired of that too. So it was like, maybe school ain't just for me. Mm. Let me go home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just took that, went home, and then the rest is just history. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Coop. Like, if you, um... <laughs> As you sit here right now, like if you were talking to, I guess you're the 20 year old coop, knowing what you know now, man, what, what would you tell them? Mm. 20 year old coop, I told them to go a different route. Basically, the school take take the school aspect more seriously. That's and that's. To be honest, that's the main thing for me. Yeah. Cause yeah. anything else like playing football, that's 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 light work. Mm-hmm. That's that's something I know how to do. Right. I I, I took to the point of myself that I ain't putting the work into taking the school aspect a hundred a hundred and ten percent. If I'd have worked on that more, then I probably wouldn't be sitting here now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. But I knew I knew it's just sometimes you. You get caught. I, I I got caught up in the hype though. I, I can't even lie. I got caught up in the hype. You this, you that. It's gonna work out for you. And everybody telling you like, man, you got a good chance. You gonna make it. Yeah. And you know. And I'm like, well, school. Is, school is gonna be school. Right. I know I gotta do it just to keep playing. But when you get to college, it's it's a whole different level. Mm-hmm. And the football aspect, it ain't even about having fun. Of them. It's it's this a business it's now. A business. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Twenty old coop. Stick stick to school, man. Take it more seriously. Yeah. Stay focused. Do you think too, um, with the expectation that people put on you? Because you you had, man, you got a full scholarship. Do you think yeah. it's hard trying to live up to it? Like I I gotta make it because I gotta take care of this person, that person, that person. Like the pressure that you get from other people, you put on yourself. Yeah. How it how was, did that affect you? Uh, it was tough, man. Cause we, we were like Trevor Sam, and we've been playing ball since eight, nine years old. And from from them days, you knew 
you were going to be good. So it's like, it was just waiting to see when you get to that high school level, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then like, I think all the pressure for me was everybody knowing that I was good, then me going to other states, other camps and stuff, playing versus the best players. Me actually being one of the best players in the camp is like, oh yeah, I can do this. Then going and play college, like, yeah, I got a good chance. And I honestly was so mad at myself because I felt like I let, I let my family down. Yeah. They was riding no. me, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's, it feel good for somebody like me to say, oh, oh, he at UVA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, who, I never thought I would go to college. Right. Like, I was just playing football because that's, that's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. I never seen the aspect like, damn, man, I'm going to college. You know, and for free. Yeah. My family come see me play. It was like, it was just, it was a shocker to me. And when it, when, it, when stuff started derail for me, I was like, I've I seen a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? It's, you, know, you know you got the people that's going to be on the wave for a little while until it started, you know what I'm saying, just uh, slow down. But most of the time, man, all I, all I was thinking about, man, my daughter, you know what I'm saying, my wife and all of them, my grandma, my granddad, my brothers and sisters, like, dang, I let them down, you know what I'm saying? It, it, took, it took a while for me to, to, to get nah, over it, nah, you know I what I'm saying? About, it was yeah. like, Cause they all they 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 big accomplishments like man my brother in college man mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I was shocked myself like I'm the first person in my family to ever go to college mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like that's a that's an honor yeah and I ain't and I ain't take advantage of it mm-hmm. and it would make, it make me so mm-hmm. mad it's like yeah. ah I should yeah. you know what I'm saying but hey, it happens and it's a learning thing yeah. I just don't want the best thing for me to do is to teach somebody else to, to go a different route absolutely. Absolutely, Trey. Uh, for you, man, because um, yeah. you was you was a scholar, man. Like you took school seriously, yeah, and it's right. been like that um, since high school, right? Um, but things happen, man. Like life just throw you curves. That's right, just how right. life is. Um, if you could do anything differently, what would you say? What would you say you would you would you would do? Um, I always tell myself this, man. Um, I would do a lot more in college outside of football. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, yeah. I think, you know, we were just kind of talking about this. Mm-hmm. But I I was lucky enough to experience some other things with being a fifth year, mm-hmm. um, like interning and being in grad school. But even in those four years, like even now when I'm talking to, you know, athletes who want to go to, you know, play college ball, I'm all for it. Like, mm-hmm. go do it. Yeah, it's, go do it's it. It's great. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Good memories. You build bonds with your brothers that you know you're going to know for the rest of your life. Um, but when you <laughs> – you miss out on a lot mm-hmm. of resources outside of even the resources that's just presented to you. It's right. so much more. So I would, um, I would definitely do a lot more mm-hmm. outside of what I did. Um, right. You know, football. Like like Coop said, and Henry, Henry always said this to me. And Bayside, mm-hmm. before I got to UVA, football, <laughs> and I tell kids this all the time. I just pass it through. Mm-hmm. Football is going to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Football is what we know we can do. Right. Like. The other stuff is what we need to take care of. Yeah. Football gonna be here. Yeah. We know we can. I know I can go backpedal and cover somebody and yeah. do whatever. But the other stuff is what we need to do. So I would definitely do a lot more because um, football did take care of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it and it always will. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, just, it's we know we can do that. Right. That's inevitable. We've been doing it. Absolutely. It's, that's not a question, but it's the other stuff right. that we really got to tap into. So I would just do a lot more. Question for you both of you guys. And my my final question, man. Um, when I say athlete student man versus student athlete what's the first thing that, that come to mind and, and I'll I'll pass it to you first cool well, first thing come to mind for me is 
I think people get it confused in what a student athlete is for real. Yeah. Because going into it, you would think it's about it's about the grades and all that, but once you get there, man, it's 95% of it's, it's football. <laughs> right. That's your focus. Like, you come here, this this your job. Mm-hmm. Get this down and the rest take care of itself at, some, at, at certain schools. But it's like, it's not, it's, 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 so, it's so challenging, man, when you go to a school like UVA, you have to be, you, you, you got to be on top of your, of your study. Because mm-hmm. either, if you don't, even missing one class yeah. will put you behind for the rest of the year, you know? So it's like, you got you to be on top of it. And the student athlete thing, I don't think they, they should use that. <laughs> I, I really don't, because it's, it's not like, no, that's good. you know, I don't think they should use it because a lot of a lot of people think it's, it's going to be that way. But if, when you get there, it's not, man. And being an athlete in college, man, is so challenging. Like, waking up in the morning, your, your day can probably consist of from 5 in the morning to 11 o'clock every day, no breaks, you're working. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's hard. Being a regular student, I'm not saying being a regular student is not hard, mm. but it's challenging because you don't understand the workouts you got to go through, the practices you got to do every day. It's just challenging, and a lot of people don't understand that. They think, well, y'all, you going to school for free? Yeah, it's it's yeah. easy for y'all, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's tougher than what you think. It is, you <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? right. But everybody, the outside looking in, it's always gonna be like that. The different aspects, but I don't think they should use that word student nah, athlete. Nah, I know thought that, <laughs> man. That's a good point, man. What about you, Trey? I got a couple thoughts on it, real quick. Um, one, go piggybacking off what Coop said. Um, well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna yeah. go in order. I think from a young age. I think now it's getting better, but I think we were, I mean, I'm sure our parents always want us to do good in school, mm-hmm. but um, our family or whoever, but I think it was always just football being preached. Like, yeah, man. So that athlete part really, you know, growing up kind of really did come first a lot of the times, even, you know, we went to school, but even when we went to school, it was like, we go to PU, play throwback and run. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so <laughs> um, I think, I think the, student park need to be preached a lot more early mm-hmm. i'm talking about early i'm talking about all these rec teams we have you know across in anywhere you got to get that into the head because you got to you got to know it's going to be a part of it mm-hmm. i don't think i think you really got to make them understand it's going to be a part of your journey and you got to do it right. so that's why whenever i'm talking to any football team i get them hyped talk about football but i always throw that in there yeah even if i just try to throw it in on the side mm-hmm. but even more so though in college um you one thing that football does you know being a student athlete any sport really but for us football it does take up a lot of time and um you go to class a little fatigue um you you can be leaving we we practice literally we wake <laughs> up at like six we have meetings get our ankles taped have a little breakfast go to practice right. around like eight to like ten forty. you gotta catch the bus to get to class by 11 if you got 11 o'clock mm. but you can have a test at 11 really mm. or whatever but um one thing it also does is it takes away that that athlete student thing is crazy because the student part it's a lot more that I wanted to do in college as far as like majors mm-hmm. can't I mean maybe some schools got some certain circumstances mm-hmm. but you can't because yeah. some of the classes you have to take is during practice time mm-hmm. but you there on scholarship so you're not taking that you're not majoring in that because <laughs> because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you got practice from eight to ten. 
that class at nine. Nah, you <laughs> yeah, you know, so um, it's I feel like it takes away a lot, um, and maybe some schools have different circumstances, but um, I do think that athlete student thing is for real, um, and you know you do. You go to school. That's why I want to. That's why I would say I would do a lot more in college. Right. I would get a lot more out of it than just being an athlete. And I feel like I kind of have. A, I had an opportunity to do that, and I took advantage of it. But I think at a younger age, that student part need to be preached a lot more. Mm-hmm. Going back to what we were talking about, football is going to be there. We know we can do that. Yeah. They and I think if you put that part with it early, plan it early. It'll it'll follow through. And then um, you know, and school is not for everybody, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why you. You, you get it to them early like it's going to be important if you want to do this right but then uh, when you get to college you got to understand when you're going on recruits when you're going on uh, recruiting trips visits see what mm-hmm. you really can do because yeah. they'll pitch it to you like you, oh you can do this oh yeah we have that major you can do this mm-hmm. when you get there it's like nope it's what you can choose from you know yeah, um what you want to major and you tell them this they're like well they throw something back at you like well, see, the problem is <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the yeah. problem is yeah. like I thought I could do this yeah. right so um yeah if that athlete student thing man i think you know the student like coop said maybe they can come up with a different terminology yeah, for it, or definitely. maybe they can pitch it a different way mm-hmm. i don't know that's something that might come about in the future but i think they got to be a lot more transparent about majoring and about class schedules and about um you know really that class part yeah i think man too we we it might be the classes too. They yeah. need to, you really need to Make students in high school or middle school, whatever you want to do, make mm-hmm. them take the courses that you need to get into college yeah. instead of yeah. prolonging it until you mm-hmm. get to college and you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, kind of why not? Why not? Why not make them take college courses now? Right. So they're gonna already be. It's already installed. I'm like, okay, that's how college is gonna be ran. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you get there, you like you, you trying to figure it out, man. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it can take you a year or two to figure it out. And I think it's hard for us, definitely coming from Bayside, is like. The only way we can get to college is if we get a scholarship. We we can't exactly. really afford to pay for college, mm-hmm. man. Like, and so when we get there, we are we owned by <laughs> the academic, uh, not the academic, the athletic department. So it's like, and you and you you trying so hard to make sure you're doing good in your sport so you can stay on track. You right. Know? Like, and it's that time. Sometimes that get overwhelming too, because it's like you putting so much work. Working and then it's like you ain't getting the you ain't yeah. getting what you think that you're supposed to be getting. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, I'm doing everything I'm supposed right. to do and I'm still I'm yeah. still lost a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, Men- like, mentally, you got to give everything to your sport, right? Yeah, and so you preparing, right? you preparing for practice, you you watching film. It's a lot that goes yeah. into it, and you competing right. every single day. Somebody can be ahead of you. You got to come back and, yeah. and compete harder. And you trying to tell me to go sit in the class yeah, and be man. mentally sharp, mentally sharp the whole time in a or in you, a sixty minute. Or you going to or you about to play against? Freaking Florida State, Florida State, yeah. and you sitting in a <laughs> class, and you know they Man. got whoever, and you watching film, you trying to, you like, I got ready for this because I'm on TV here with this, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting in this classroom right here. There's so much. So it's like, yeah, the pressure, yeah. It, it's a, the pressure is for real. Yeah. But going back to something, I think you asked Coop real quick um, about the pressure of you know not letting people down. Mm-hmm. The realest thing I ever heard when I was getting recruited, I was at Clemson, we're sitting at a table. You know, Davo Sweeney was there. Some of the other coaches, we sitting there, and it wasn't. It was in summertime. wasn't a lot of players there. Um, and the dude asked me, the coach asked me, why do I? What he asked me, why do I play football, or why do I want a scholarship? One of the two. Mm-hmm. One of the two. And I said, um, you know, so I can. I I first mentioned my family, so I can help. You know, 
I can probably try to make it and help take care of my family, you know, um, so they can see me. You know, I, I started talking about them. He cut me off, like smack in the middle of me talking. I'm like, kind of rudely, really. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, dang. And he was like, um, he said, he said, your family going to be your family. And I remember this like, like no tomorrow, man. He said, your family going to be your family. And he said, um, you know, your people who are in your corner going to be in your corner whether you plan football or not. And then, like, the conversation from that went, I, I switched it, like, well, so I can, you know, mm. doing this, for, like, more so for me. And what he was getting at was something like what Coop said, you know, when stuff started getting a little rocky, you had them people that fell off. Yeah, you had yeah. the people that was riding your wave, mm, yeah. naturally. People do yeah. it, right? But then when stuff get a little hard, people fade, some of them, besides the ones who really in your corner for mm. real and who's been there before this even started. Mm. So I think that's what I thought about that when you was talking about, when you asked me that earlier. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, the, the pressure's for real. But, you know, definitely. always, you know, yeah. learned a lot, man. Learned a yeah. lot over the years. So that pressure, a lot of wisdom, yeah. a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Let me wrap it there. I can talk to these cats forever, man. Where <laughs> we at, Bo? We got to at least be. Uh, I want to say definitely longer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, like, I, I had so many questions, man. But I, I just want to let y'all tell y'all a story. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that's tight, man. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. No problem, man. Did that